Digital. Student-centred. Creative. Innovation. Imagination. Initiative. Stories that matter. I'm Joan Sutherland, and this is Tales of Teaching Online, brought to you by Deakin Learning Futures. Hello and welcome to the Tales of Teaching Online. My name is Joan Sutherland, Senior Educational Developer, who is joined by Dan Steen, UX and Innovation Specialist, talking to you today about his experiences and the strategies implemented for the MBA Challenge program he was a part of. In particular, how his program was designed for collaborative learning experience in the online space using Microsoft Teams. Hi, Dan. Can you tell us a bit about yourself and the MBA Challenge you were a part of? Yeah, sure. So I am Dan. I am a USA experience and innovation specialist in the Cloud Campus team. Um, my role is really focused on improving the experiences of our Cloud Campus students. We're a unique cohort, although we're in COVID-19 at the moment and dealing with the pandemic. Um, we've still got this separate group of users who are a little bit older, more likely doing post-grad, um, studying part-time, working at the same time, all these unique factors that kind of um, determine that unique audience. And my role is to come up with innovations based on what we hear from those students and try and solve them in unique new ways. And when I started at um, Deakin University, one of my first sort of projects that I was put onto was collaborating with the MBA team. And we did some customer experience work analyzing um, what our MBA cohort experience. So we we're talking to um, students who were finished, so alumni, prospective students, students from other institutions and students who were currently studying with us. And we spoke to about 30 of them and mapped out their entire experience. And some key themes started to arrive. And one of them was around connection, and that turns up a lot in the sort of unity environment and studying online as well. So our campus team focused on connection, ownership and progress as our three pillars to try and improve. And it was heartening to kind of, I guess, see the same thing come through in the MBA. How did you find out that meaningful connections were needed for this cohort? I took the team through a unique process of trying to solve that problem. That's how we came up with the MBA challenge mode. So there's a whole bunch of different points across the whole student journey. And some of those were unique for the MBA cohort. Some were just things that a lot of students experience. And we went through a prioritization prioritization exercise of trying to pick out the moment that needed the most love in terms of what existing projects were happening at Deakin, what was already being worked on, what was being addressed through the learning design component of um, they were going through cloud first at the time. But this idea of connection was a unique bit that we wanted to focus on because it was unaddressed and there was some interesting things to do there because uh, the MBA cohort had their, um, that they have these in intensive events where students get together and they were really high quality moments. So there's these kind of dualities where when the students did get together, they were the most meaningful moments for them. But for the students who couldn't attend those events, it was really difficult because they weren't getting those moments. So when we can kind of combine those things and start thinking about, it, we were able to go, okay, well, this is something that's really important. We need to get it right, but we weren't sure how to solve it. So we ran a three day design sprint and a design sprint's a framework that comes out of Google Ventures, um, which they've used with a lot of their startups to try and create rapid innovation and solve difficult problems quickly. And that process is really around understanding the problem, coming up with a series of ideas and testing and validating that with real users at the end. 
So we created a cross-divisional group of people from marketing, from learning design, um, from the Cloud Campus team, lots of different areas. We brought them into one space over three days. We actually stayed overnight at the um, Juan Pons estate, which was great. And um, I, I took them through this process with uh, external facilitator, Mike Stevenson, and we paired up to take them through this process. Mm-hmm. And what they came up with is this thing called the challenge mode. And what it was um, to explain the idea was alumni would host a challenge from their workplace and students would then self-enroll in a specific challenge that mattered to them. And that could be based on um, a different industry, the type of challenge, or what peers were in there, people they already perhaps had an established connection with, so they might want to actually build their team. And we were playing with this idea of using LinkedIn as a mechanism to drive that. Mm-hmm. Um, so through LinkedIn um, integration, you could see your mutual contacts, that sort of thing. We didn't know whether we could build it, but we're testing the idea. And this is the whole idea with this process, is you throw as many things in there as possible and test that with the audience to see what matters see what works. That's right, yeah. And the LinkedIn thing was cool, but yep. the biggest thing was having this digital war room for them to work in. So this was right. a threaded conversation similar to Slack or Microsoft Teams, right? Yep. And, and we kind of took them through that process where the challenger would be in there, the alumni would be in there working with the students and the academic would be supporting that. And then at the end, I'd be presenting their findings back. And then we had this prompt in there to try and get them to connect via LinkedIn. And also have, um, we're playing with the idea of using credentials potentially as a way to back it up. Right. Um, what happened on the final day when we tested with yeah. students was uh, they didn't understand credentials. So that was fine. We kind of ditched that. Um, they really liked working with the challenger on a real world problem. They valued that. They valued working in a small team and self-selecting a challenge. Um, and they liked working with an alumni, someone who's actually gone through the same process as them. Mm-hmm. So there was a few things that really worked well. And then when we put our viability lens over it, LinkedIn integration was too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but we decided to run a small pilot on it. So this is where we came up with a pilot. We ran it with, a, um, with an organisation that was a social enterprise. Yep. Um, and they had a struggling business that they wanted the MBA students to consult on. So we just ran that with four students in T3. So what makes this MBA challenge unique compared to other units? Um, I hear that there was a real world problem. There were small teams um, and they were linking with people in the business. Is there anything else that makes this program unique in terms of collaboration? I think through the, we, we sort of, came up with a template of what's the conversations that we're going to have throughout this. So we pre-planned or pre-engineered a lot of the touch points that we're going to have throughout the experience. So we already had them in our back pocket ready to go. Um, I think the other thing was, was before students hadn't been using this in Microsoft Teams, that's what we ended up using it, uh, delivering it in. And the biggest difference was that they were able to meet live in those spaces. They didn't have to jump between software and we kind of bookended the experience with D2L. So we had the unit site with a, a page with um, that would sort of set the scene and establish what the challenge is and that they would join uh, Microsoft Teams through there and then I would submit the unit at the end. Just having a dedicated space where they could all work together mm-hmm. I think was the biggest difference and that was through the design of the design sprint. We didn't really yeah. 
think we're going to use Teams at that time. Yeah. You didn't know. So you yeah. use Microsoft Teams, but you also mentioned LinkedIn. What were your key insights from um, using these software and how that impacted the student experience? Yeah, so when we had LinkedIn in there, I surveyed students at the end of the process as part of the evaluation whether LinkedIn made a big difference or not. Mm -hmm. and it was kind of in the middle. They were like, ah, take it or leave it. But what ended up happening, though, was they did establish those relationships. So post session when they presented to the client um, or the challenger they actually connected via linkedin exchanged emails and wanted to stay in touch so it was this idea of authentic connection right that we wanted to create it wasn't forced upon them so although we we're trying to force it with the linkedin thing it still i think helped build that overall sense of connection and collaboration during the whole process so so by, can you expand a bit more on authentic connection so that the, it's student driven, that they want to actually connect with someone versus you forcing the pair together? Is that what you mean by that? Yeah, that, that's what I mean by that. Yeah. And, and, and it's not just the student driving it, but also the challenger. So the challenger reached out to the students and said, hey, that was really cool. Keep in touch. I'll show, let you guys know what happens long term in terms of this, you know, the outcome and the challenger what they're working on. So, which is much better than having to be this intermediary person to try and force that connection, right? Yeah. So with that um, challenge as part of the, how, how long was that challenge for? So that went over a full trimester. Full that trimester. They worked, yeah. That they and worked what about on. the outputs? Were the outputs different to other um, experiences? Had the redesign impacted the output at all? Or So I think because I don't really work in the teaching learning Space. I don't have full vision of, I guess, what other units were delivering in the outcomes of those, but it was very much a traditional report and, um, and, and a presentation, which is pretty common, I think, for those kind of workplace things. Um, but I think the connection thing was probably the biggest difference that came out of it. Yeah, in terms of how it worked. But the other, because it was a real world challenge, because a lot of the time they're working on case studies and when they, the students talk about working in case studies, there's, there's no real stakes on getting it right. But because this was a social enterprise that was working with vulnerable people and people with disabilities in a local community, they wanted to get it right. You know, so suddenly they're more motivated. And motivation or you know, the sense of progress and drive for our students is a really big thing. So I think that helped keep them on track. Um, and they enjoyed that more than working on case studies and it's applicable to their real world jobs as well. Touching on that motivation throughout, so that's obviously um, having the real world experience there. Yeah. Did you uh, design for anything throughout the trimester to maintain that motivation or were students driven throughout the trimester? We had, when we came up with our sort of pre-planned template or storyboard for this, we kind of had these like check-in points to keep them motivated. And they were meeting every week through Microsoft Teams to kind of have these check-ins and we had the challenger check-in too at a couple of points too. So I think those things helped just having those engineered as part of the experience. Mm -hmm. But we were also, because it was a pilot, we wanted to keep it flexible enough that we weren't pushing it too hard either, right? So it was a bit of a balancing act that um, myself and Colin kind of kept an eye on it as we are going through the experience. Okay. Now, what can, uh, there was a lot that went into this MBA challenge. 
I suppose what can other team teaching teams take away from your experience that you've um, key insights that you've gathered from your experience? What can other teaching teams take away from your experience? Yeah, I think don't think about the the tool that you want to deliver through. Think about the student and the experience and the behaviour. Understand students' behaviour determines the solution. That's the best place to start. I know there's learning outcomes and the pedagogy to think about too, which is extremely important, but I think the best solutions happen when you think about your demographic, your student behaviour and where that fits in. So that's almost like a service design approach and then you bring the learning design in and something special happens. And that's what happened in this circumstance. Um, also, if you are thinking about tools, the one thing, big thing that came through with the um, student experience research that we did with the with this cohort was anything that's applicable to their job now is highly beneficial, right? They see the value in that and it's high return on investment for them, you know, because they're paying money, there's an exchange here. Um, so when they're using tools that they use in their everyday job or that they are going to use in their everyday job, then it's a more benefit to them because they're actually learning something else that they can put on top of it. So. Um, this was pre-COVID that all this stuff happened. I imagine the students who hadn't used Microsoft Teams are probably using it in their job now or using Slack or some other collaboration tool. So in terms of professional, um, you know, employability and, and all that kind of stuff, why use a discussion forum when you can use a tool that someone's going to use in their job that's in meaningful? In their workplace. Yeah, yeah, so, but I know there's challenges with that in terms of, you know, um, we're restricted to in terms of using in the university, but I think that can help form that argument to head towards mm -hmm. using real-world tools that are applicable. And that was the same thing with LinkedIn, right? It was Absolutely. something that's going to benefit their employability. And that's why we, you know, in, in the student experience, we talk about employability kind of being at the end, but really it needs to be embedded from the very oh, wow. beginning, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and especially when it's coming to choosing courses, that sort of thing. So I, I when, when designing, I guess, a learning experience, think about the entire experience, not just what the learning outcomes are. See if you can embed other things like employability as part of that um, and try and understand the motivations, behaviours of your students. I definitely agree with you in relation to taking a holistic view of learning experiences. And given the tra transformation that's currently occurring in education to the online space, it's critical that we look at those experiences as a whole and what needs to Im be embedded throughout rather than, as you say, just looking to achieve learning outcomes. And you've brought up so many great points. Um, there are so many point uh, different components to consider, such as uh, reviewing the assessment and, as you mentioned, creating authentic connections with the community. So students have that impact rather than working on, let's say, a series of questions. So um, having that embedded throughout, whether that be assessment or activities is really important. And I especially like the, um, the other thing that you mentioned around things like employability that are critical to embed throughout and embedding, embedding meaningful software. So where students can enhance their digital literacy because it's meaningful for them and it's practical. So something that they were using their workplace or in their personal lives. So I do uh, believe it's important to consider these experiences that students uh, have and what they're actually bringing with them from a practical component and a digital component. So how we are building on that expertise, I suppose. So with that being said, Daniel, is there anything, uh, other comments that you'd like to make uh, in relation to this? Uh, 
I think we're in a really interesting time with mm -hmm. COVID-19 and you're seeing primary schools use Microsoft Teams to mm -hmm. deliver learning. And I think that's incredibly interesting that primary schools have the ability to do that and do uh, augmented reality, Minecraft sessions, all this extremely powerful stuff. So I guess my challenge to people implementing learning experiences at Deakin is, mm. these kids are gonna graduate and come into university eventually. And they will have all these amazing skills and experiences and expectations around technology. And these authentic learning experiences that challenge their mind, their skills, their techniques. And I'm, gonna, I'm like, I'm threatened by these kids. So uh, <laughs> my, my challenge would be is when uh, they come through, we want to be ready and have some really amazing stuff out there and yeah. not just try and stick to the standard tools that we've got um, because, yeah, it can be a, a pretty slippery slope. It's a great point you make in relation to um, what people are exposed to and then what they're going to be exposed to in future. So do we still have those discussion forums or is that in Slack, is it in Teams? Whatever software that is, um, but having that real-world application we're seeing is critical and it's interesting that that's come through in your student experience um, surveys as well. But um, thank you for sharing all of your experiences, in particular how it was actually the challenge was designed around creating those meaningful connections, like identifying that first and then how that was embedded through. So I think that came through really well. So thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it and all the best. Pleasure. Thanks for having me.